Welcome to Bonehead Weekly. Why Freaks me that. Head? Because when you hit record on Zoom, a, com- a, a, a weird computer lady voice goes, you're being recorded. Yeah. Yeah. Now, yeah it's even though I know it's so you'd be aware. Yeah. And I know it's here. But still, it freaks me out every time because I'm getting in the zone of we're getting recorded. We're going to start talking about dumb shit. And then that lady comes on and just throws me out of my game. I mean, do we have to say dumb? Yes. And also, do <laughs> does the, hold on real quick. Does the computer lady say anything else to you, Chad? Like, you should kill these people. Because if it does, ignore it. Uh, can, I, can I actually say something? Can I finish? Can I, I finish? I, 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 Timely humor. Actually, this this is a horrible tragedy. Yeah, I'm going to actually bring up. Are you talking about the episode? No. So I don't know if y'all saw on the news, there was a lady that killed her three-year-old daughter. Oh my God. What the fuck are you bringing that up for? Horrible tragedy. Did you, have y'all actually heard the story? I I tried to, honest to God, ignore most of that or not put it in my head. Oh, I wish I didn't see it, but here's the thing. Thank you for sharing it on a comedy show. I'm not making fun. It's horrible tragedy. That being said, she claims that SpongeBob SquarePants appeared to her and told her to do it. Now, here's my caveat to that, gentlemen, because I've actually the first thought that went through my head was, what would you do, or what would you do if if SpongeBob told you to do it? Because there's not much on my list. Like I actually thought, and I told somebody, if SpongeBob SquarePants appeared to me right now and said, "Hey, James, you should order a pizza." I'm a fat guy. I like pizza. I enjoy ordering food. I enjoy eating food. But even I would be like, hold on, SpongeBob, who are you to tell me what to do? There is a million things you could have started out with, Jane. A million. (laughs) Sorry, it was in my head. If if Joe wants to edit it out. At the end of this story, what we got was James doesn't want to be told what to do. And what was going through my mind when James got to talking about how he didn't want to be told what to do, I was like, is SpongeBob going to pay for the fucking pizza? And to our to our regular Oh my god, if he is now, if he is, maybe that's it. Okay, so so Joe's threshold is if SpongeBob offers up money, Joe will pay attention. I mean, I'm not He's, a, he's not made I, of stone. I, well, he I, he's a fucking sponge. <laughs> and by the way, uh, to our audio listeners, please check out the YouTube video when this gets posted and look at the sheer utter horror that is in Joe's and Mai's face as James just leads us down this road. <laughs> anyway, so our topic today <laughs> is that James got a new microphone, which we're all happy about. And so we didn't want to do another... A depressing episode gentlemen i don't know if you've looked at our numbers about who died in 2022 but the not kids don't want to listen to who died burning up the charts not at all it did us no favors oh, gentlemen so are, do you think do you think what the fans want is us to just list off people still alive maybe we were more successful with those long ass year episodes than we were about who damn is died. bruce valanche still alive yeah yeah okay so. so bruce valanche Oh, anybody else got anybody else still alive no so no oh my god to talk about what we decided because we didn't get to talk about meatloaf in that episode is that the, the gentleman i can't remember which one of one of you did said hey why don't we talk about oh, was that james oh, that was congratulations james. james so it's like why don't we talk about rock stars who became actors some of them fairly successful oh i went yeah. with musicians not just rock stars well, keep well i've got i just like saying rock stars but yeah, yeah i know i was and actually say, one of mine's not a rock star either I, technically none of mine are <laughs> oh well oh, is this going to be your entire thing about Pavarotti's appearances in other movies oh Chad? my god no <laughs> how many movies did Barry because, do because 
body on a treadmill. I'm not going nowhere. Slim chance I will. Did he say Audi on a treadmill? Is that a new pop Pavarotti singer? on a treadmill. Oh. I'm not going way, nowhere. Should Slim we get off the should we go ahead and get the two gold standards out of the way? Because I don't think any of either one of them are going to be on any of our lists. Well, well I, mean, I don't this, know who's the gold standard. Elvis? No, Elvis. no well, I was I actually don't consider Elvis the gold standard anymore, gentlemen. What? Because no, but, none of but his movies. Elvis was a musician. Oh man, Elvis. Elvis. Elvis and Frank Sinatra. Okay. Yeah, uh, those are the two that came. Frank Sinatra. No, but those are the two. You're not thinking more modern guys. We got to talk about Mark Wahlberg and Will Smith. No, that, those were on my list. So no, absolutely. Those, uh, are, those are the modern I, I, ones. I just, I, you know, not. I guess Mark Wahlberg's a movie star. I know he is. I was going to say, how could you not consider him? He <laughs> just isn't to me. I know, Joe. <laughs> and I'm like, I, 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 if you're listening, Mark Wahlberg, uh, I'm shocked as hell. Yeah. I, I prefer Dottie. <laughs> as far as acting goes. Okay. No, and let's be honest. And this oh, is the honest God oh, truth. Oh. Mark, Mark Wahlberg has been in a lot of good fi- a lot of films, a lot of them good. Some, some of them good. Some of them good. Some of his performances are okay. Good. Of all of Donnie Mark Wahlberg's movie career, none of them matched to the sheer performance that was Donnie Wahlberg in the five to ten minutes he was in the Sixth Sense. Yep, yeah. That's all or or what it. little he was in the Saw movies. I know he's just it's a better actor. Or uh, hold on, let me shiver. Ugh. Ransom. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, he's pretty good, but he's just a better actor. He's a good Donnie Wahlberg could have been a really good character actor. Yeah, he could have been. I mean, he's he still is. He's on TV. Yeah, he's in Blue but, Bloods, right? Yes. So he's had a show, a hit show for 10, 15 years. I, now. But yeah, in terms of, in terms of, I really think Will Smith has surpassed Elvis, guys. In terms of in terms of quality of movies, that there's no well, there's yeah, no. He well, no, Will be. Smith is an actor who happened to be a musician first. I I don't. That's my. I don't. Will Smith always wanted to be a movie star and that's how he planted his life. And that's how he planned it. Even as a child, he wanted to be a movie star. I, I don't see him as like Elvis who just was a music, who was a pop star. One of the biggest pop stars of all time who just did movies and did just James Wright is a shit ton of them. Same thing with, we forget that Sinatra was a pop star. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. In his yes, in his time, yeah, he was. There was no one bigger than Sinatra. But talking about Mark Wahlberg, because I agree, Chad. But Mark Wahlberg, to me, when he's most successful, uh, believable, are movies like Ted. Yes. Yeah. Because other guys. Yeah. Yeah. He plays. He's he's comedy. He's better at comedy. He he his comedy chops are way way higher than and and not so that he doesn't have a few dramas and serious films that I mean. Shout out to Mick Strawn, Boogie Nights, and stuff like that. Not saying those don't count, and obviously, but but I think you see, he's in The Departed. Well, but yeah, but you know what? Well, I know he's you, the worst part about The Departed. I don't think he's the worst part of The Departed, but I think it's a comedic role. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a funny role. He's a funny guy in that. He's just always angry. Yeah, he's a funny guy. Funny guy. Over funny guy. Topic. How, Joe? I don't. Uh, funny that is in Mark Wahlberg. I just most unmovie star movie star to be of all time or one of. I, I don't know. I I know it's just a personal preference or taste. No, no clearly but I, he's more. Who gives a shit what I think? But uh, yeah, to me the gold standard is Frank Sinatra and Elvis. Yeah, see, I I I would agree with Frank Sinatra just because of 
the the quality of his work. Elvis, I have a hard time calling him a gold standard because unfortunately, it's not his fault. It's you know that we most people know the back. It's that he had shit movies. None of those movies are outwardly entertaining. And there's some good ones. There's just they're just fun for the niche of it. No, there's some good ones. There's a there's a few. There's a, like um um uh, Jailhouse Rock. Uh, well, I'm not saying Las that Vegas. everyone's bad. I'm just saying that there's a hint out of his entire catalog. There's a few movies he didn't get to make that would have made him a bigger movie star. Bye Bye Birdie, uh, a couple of others right, that would have made him a bigger movie star. Star that right now, and that but that's one. That's what I'm talking about about the gold standard is his 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 volume doesn't match Will Smith because Will Smith Will is louder. Is louder. You know. Yeah, we have a. I, you have. You have bad movies. Will from Smith him. is an actor who happened, who used a, who used rap and being a musician to be, become a star. You, uh, I don't know. I mean, he also, he talked about. I, I know, but you know, at the same time, when he started acting, he couldn't act. He was like, you know, there was that whole the whole thing when he did Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Like he was literally had to memorize the script, and he was he was. You can watch early episodes and see him repeating the lines of the other people because that's the only way he could trigger it. You know, it's he had to learn to become a real actor. He was I know he wanted to be an actor. And, you know, he you can see that in his music, because I think I can beat Mike Tyson Nightmare on Elm Street. He's act. He's not rapping. He's acting through the whole song. And I never you think know, the, of Will Smith as a musician, that, which is though, funny. And, I know and, he is. Well, and I, I know I got he inter- is. I don't ever think of it that, that way. That was one of the first cassette tapes I ever owned. Mm-hmm. Was Will, Smith, Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff, he's the DJ and I'm the rapper. Yep. Boom. The flip side of that, by the way, though, gentlemen, is you can have this debate over Elvis versus Will Smith. I don't think either one of them could do what the other did. No. Can you picture clam bake with Will Smith? <laughs> no. Arab Scarab would have some scary parts. Kissing all. cousins with Will Smith. Can you yeah. picture it? Um, no, that being said, could you also picture Elvis in Ali? Well, okay, that one have worked out for a couple different reasons. Well, there's a, but, there's a couple of them he couldn't have done. King Richard probably wouldn't have worked either. But uh, seriously, Elvis I, I Presley think, in Men in Black. <laughs> I mean, actually, and that's I, you made me think of the line of, of uh, uh, from Men in Black. Elvis didn't go, didn't die. He just went back home to his planet. Right, yeah. Well, okay, real quick before we move on to our list, then yeah. what about uh, uh, we uh, shit? <laughs> uh, Frank's name, so sad. A Sinatra, Frank Sinatra. So, what about Frank? Frank did some Oscar winning films, Frank's in huh. From Here to Eternity. Well, that's what Frank I just said. Yeah, he he you could consider Sinatra gold standard because he actually has a lot, uh, his work is. I think he lucked out on on not lucked out. I was gonna say lucked out. Yeah, somebody got their kneecaps broken if they didn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he got he got some plum rolls. Yes. Yeah. But, okay. We could do the history of Sinatra. It'd be we'd be here for the next three weeks. Oh, yeah. but it, I'd be fascinated though because Sinatra is one of those even even the silly Sinatra films, and I don't consider Ocean's Eleven. And if you've never seen the original Ocean's Eleven, I've said this before. Go watch it. It's it's. It's, it's not Ocean's Eleven with George Clooney. It's not a remake per se. Um, but any movie he did was stupid fun. Even Robin and the Seven Hoods. It ain't a great film, but I have a good time. Yeah. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, who wants to go first? 
I, I was trying to figure out if I wanted to do because in my mind it was rock stars and then the first one I was if my first one that it came to my mind who gave me one of my favorite performances ever in a movie that I never knew he was capable of it's not the first time I ever saw him act but Dwight Yoakam and Celine Blake <laughs> what are you or did I steal somebody's nope. no no he's, he's no no he's, it was, he I did a list because I knew people were. Yeah, at, he's he's on my list too. But I was like, I'm, I've I've got some backups. So yeah, Dwight Yoakam, Dwight Yoakam, and Slim. Now the hold on, let me finish. For the first time I saw him, can so I, I finish? Well, no, <laughs> but I, 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 this one's important to me. So the first time I saw him is in a movie. Oh God, Jesus, a John Dahl's Red Rock West, which is a Nicolas Cage film. That's a really good movie that's been completely forgotten about. It actually Great. premiered on HBO. It had right. been. It did and i actually got to watch it i was lucky enough when i was younger i was probably still i was too young to watch it didn't get it I'd like to rewatch it now and dwight yoakam's the truck driver picks him up and i thought oh man that's not some good line delivery so when i finally got the chance and this is really hard i was just talking about this about scream earlier it's really hard and the same thing we've talked about the matrix it's hard if you weren't there in 1999 to explain just how different that was but to see sling blade in the theater in 93 which I was lucky enough to do. I went and saw it with my mom and my mom took me. Uh, you just didn't see any of that shit coming, right? right? You didn't know who Billy Bob was. Even if you'd seen him in stuff, you didn't know yeah. who the hell he was. Yeah, so just real quick before you go into that. Uh, yeah, I knew Billy Bob Thornton because uh, as I've mentioned before, one of my biggest crushes was Marky Post and I loved Hearts of Fire. Uh-huh. So seeing, I was like, oh, Billy Bob from Hearts of Fire. And then I saw this. And it's <laughs> so not him. It's no. not him. It's a completely different character. And it's shot in Arkansas of his home state. And he has said before that of all the true artists out there, the one that's closest to him in the fact that they have the same tastes and the same outlook and whatnot was Dwight Yoakam. And Dwight Yoakam plays one of the most fearsome, awful villains Scummy. in cinema history. Yes. Just because he's not awful, awful, he's awful. If that makes yeah. sense to you all, it's not like he's out murdering people. He's just a piece of shit. And the reason why I think I can't hate him, and it may be how you all feel too, is because I know that son of a bitch. Oh. I've met that son of a bitch growing up in rural communities. That son of a bitch is populated all over. We see that son of a bitch now on the news, storming capitals. That's that son of a bitch. I know I keep saying son of a bitch, but that's what that son of a bitch is. And we see that son of a bitch all over who thinks so highly of himself, who thinks he's right, who knows nothing, or as I always say, my least favorite trait in any human being is willful ignorance of the, the idea that I am going to be stupid. Yeah. And that son of a bitch is that. And he's awful. And he's so good to hate, and it's one of the best performances of uh, of any movie. Yeah, actually, that, that whole movie's got is nothing but riddled with great performances. But I had no idea Dwight Yoakam handed in it. Yeah, that scene where they're sitting around and they had just like been playing guitar, mm -hmm. and they're all just sitting around. Uh, Billy Bob sitting on the couch, and everybody's there, and he just suddenly just loses it. Yes, and just starts throwing everybody out, kicking everybody out, yelling and screaming man it watching that movie at that time it was it was chilling yeah and because, do you did you know him do you know well, what i mean you knew those people like him yeah hair yeah, trigger people, temper yes yeah willfully but, ignorant 
I'm probably maybe putting too much. I may be projecting too much, but I, that's how good Dwight Yoakam is in that movie. He's perfectly cast. He's good in some other things that happen later. But yeah, I mean, never ever. Dar- Doyle Hargraves. It's Doyle Hargraves. Doyle, right? Yep, Doyle Hargraves. Yep. Never. He can't ever find something that was just so. And 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 Dwight's from Kentucky. I would imagine he knew that son of a bitch too. I don't think that's yeah. Dwight Yoakam. Know and Dwight. you know, you know, to cut up, to to move on just from Sling Blade, his his performance in Panic Room was chilling good. too. It's yeah. just dark, silent. Well, He's so silent in that movie, so quiet. Yeah, and I, that's what I wanted to say. You all are talking about dramas and things like that. He also has a lot of comedy chops. He's in he's in Wedding Crashers. He's also Doc Miles and Crank. Crank. And Crank, Crank. He's hilarious in Crank. That's what I mean. I, that's Dwight Yoke. And by the way, I, and I, oddly enough, before we ever decided to do this episode, for some reason, I've been on a Dwight Yoke music kick. His music holds up. It does. It does. He's, I'm he's, not even a country fan, and I don't like Dwight. No, Yoakam. no. In fact, Dwight Yoakam is one of those people I want to see before one of us kicks off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and quite frankly, the way I'm living, it'll be. It's probably going to be us, right? We got to go. Dwight's going to keep performing. But I mean, so he's and he's been in such a variety of stuff. Like the the roles that he chooses, he was in you know the the uh, FX show Wilfred. I mean, just his willingness to take on all these different roles and do these different things. Yeah, uh, I haven't, he was he was Mark Frankenstein and Axe Cop. I mean, come on. Yeah. <laughs> well, and I haven't got to see it yet. It was on my to-do that. list, and then everything happened that was terrible in the world. <laughs> yeah. uh, but he's in Cry Macho with Clint Eastwood, and that was 2021. So, I mean, he's very much still out there. He's still doing these things. And, yeah, and he's the warden in Logan Lucky, which was a, he's great in that, too. Which, I by the way, Logan Lucky. That's another what? movie that's really good that works. It shouldn't. Right. Well, and that's what Logan Lucky. I, I I don't know why it didn't get more of a exposure than it did. Like I, when it was coming out, I was like, oh, I got to see that movie, and then less less people, I guess, saw it than maybe needed to. But but anyway, I but no, I absolutely agree. I mean, his uh, his roles are all over the place. He's in uh, the Three Burials film that you all love so much. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, he's the one having the affair. The three burials of uh, Malchiades. I can never say it. It's it's a wonderful Tommy Lee Jones picture. But he's the other. He's the one border cop. The who three burials of Eric Estrada, <laughs> who can't get it up. Who's having an affair with the, with the ladies, the husband and the wife at the diner. Yeah, yeah. All right. Who's next? All right. Steve on rolling. James, you care Steve if I piggyback? Is... No, go ahead. Because I mine's. I do. My back cares. <laughs> mine's in kind of in the same line of dwight yoakam so when i actually Wait, did he say back hairs <laughs> those two they can only lift so much gentlemen when i saw this uh this actor um i didn't know he was a musician i didn't know he started out as a musician um my friend um in high school pretty much the only friend i had actually introduced me to his music and i'm like holy shit what is this i'm talking about tom waits yeah, oh yeah, no. Tom Waits was on my list. <laughs> oh my god, Tom <laughs> Waits in uh shit. What was the Cohen Brothers? The ballad of the ballad of Buster Scruggs. Oh god, Tom Waits is so good. He is, and uh, he, I hate to say this. So technically, my my introduction to Tom Waits as an actor was him as Renfield in as Dracula. Dracula. Yeah, I had no idea that guy was a singer. I had no idea, uh, but I, was too I really young to didn't know what Tom who Tom Waits was. 
and I didn't know who he was either. And I didn't really know who Tom Waits was yep. until several years later when he was in Mystery Men. I don't remember uh, him from that. I remember him from other things. You don't remember him as Mystery Men? I as know Doc he's Mystery Men. I mean, I, w- I would bring out Seven Psychopaths. I would bring this. Uh, over. We're building up to that, gentlemen. I'm that's talking the one about, I love. Yeah, I mean, no, I love Tom Waits, period. Actually, oddly enough, I was listening. You all have nailed what I've been listening to lately. I went from Dwight Yoakam last night sitting in my office. Is Brian Combs influencing you? You guys are going back and forth, and there's some sort of budding romance there. Now you're no, no. I, I must admit though, I his his. Uh, so if you don't know, for those listening, uh, that one show with Brian Combs, you can listen to it now online, and he does a theme every week. And he did heartbreak songs, and I had to check it out because I had to make sure the greatest heartbreak song of all time was on there fat bottom girls no he stopped loving her her today that is the best yeah nothing beats that and it by the way is on there and then there were some other ones and i was listening to them and after i got done slitting my wrist so i could see color again uh, (laughs) i was like oh you know what i haven't heard in a while one of my favorite tom Waits song doesn't get a lot of attention because everybody's like well sing matilda and i'm like no God's Away on Business may be one of my all-time favorite Tom Waits songs. I need to go listen to that. <laughs> and if you yeah. have don't just listen to it, Joe. Make sure you get the official video because it's basically Tom Waits evidently in an abandoned house with ostriches. <laughs> of course it is. It, and, and the entire time I'm like, no, this makes perfect sense. I'm down. Let's watch it. Let's go, Tom. You punch that ostrich. But yeah, and that's the problem. Tom Waits as an actor is is just tom waits that's great i mean you know rin so his i want to go in a little bit in order so renfield in dracula man it's a great performance he is so creepy as renfield and i loved it but then you get mystery men a few years later and that was my introduction i didn't realize tom waits was renfield until after mystery men um and i'm like who is this guy who hangs out in nursing homes just to pick up chicks and you know he (laughs) he's an invent he's an inventor and then that's when my friend introduced me to his music and i'm like holy god this man is who he acts in movies um but then you know it, and it just goes on and on and he, and he was in um the two jakes he was in the fisher kings as an uncredited role as a disabled veteran um and then coffees and ci- coffee and cigarettes where he played shocker mm-hmm. tom he played um, the cigarette yeah, and then of course we mentioned Seven Psychopaths. Him as as a Zachariah, as the hitman, <laughs> as the psychopath. He's that also was in Domino with Mickey Rourke, and I just would have loved to hear their conversation. <laughs> Offset, can you imagine? No, Tom Waits. I mean, Mickey it Rourke? would be it would be fantastic. I just yeah. just to be on a fly on that wall. Can you imagine what you'd be thinking? Probably God. I hope there's no spiders around here. But <laughs> outside of that. Yeah, I got to see um, the old man in the gun. I still haven't seen the, his, him in that either. I'm dying to see that. I, I've got it DVR and still haven't watched it. Um, but you know, even even lesser films like yeah, you know, the yeah, Dead Don't Die. Winners. I actually I like Dead Don't Die. Uh man, it's I it's, I actually really like the Dead Don't. It's die. rough. In some Have parts. either of y'all seen the Licorice Pizza yet? No, no, I added the dub, but he's obviously in that as well. But I've I've heard good things about it. I know our got, I know our fl- our friend Glenn rated it as one of his top ten movies of the of twenty twenty one. So it's got a great cast. I mean, just looking at the cast, and you got Tom Waits and Sean Penn. Uh, but I mean, and, anyway, yeah. yeah. But him and him as the prospector in the Ballad of Bruster Scruggs is just f- phenomenal. 
And this is a man who does he even sing anymore? Does he go out and perform? I don't think yeah, he does. I think so. He does? I'm sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's one of those you just have to uh, to respect the man and the artist. It's just amazing what he's done with his career. James, what do you got? You know, I'm going to go I'm I'm going to go extremely well, not extremely anymore. I'm getting old. Uh, but the one that I was going to talk about uh, just as far as is 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 recent matter of fact has a has a movie may still be in theaters now but again i wanted to mention her because she has done so many different roles it's lady gaga yeah i think i did not know god i thought gaga was funny i finally a few years ago i because i'm not a huge pop music fan but i finally saw her on a few shows and i'm like oh jesus she's really she's got a wickedly good sense of humor and I enjoyed A Star is Born more than I ever thought I could or should or would with her in it. I mean, that movie's been told often, but she's just really good in it. There's a couple of things that, but I, I don't know. She gives she gives Bradley Cooper a run for his money in that movie. Did you guys ever see it? I have not. I have not. I, it's and good. Movie. It's good. I mean, the, every, the, the reason it works is because Bradley Cooper obviously knows how to direct actors as an actor. And he just, him and Sam Elliott, they just all just kill it. Well, but so the, the other thing about, again, her roles is the variety of them. She's in Machete Kills. As Briefly. Briefly, yeah. Um, but she's More. also in Sin City, a dame to kill for. Again. Cameo. Cameo. I want to see the new... Uh, the the house the of gucci house of gucci yeah house of gucci yeah which is i i've heard her role there is phenomenal like she does i haven't got but, to but it yet. i will say this hearing her talk about that role is nauseating <laughs> <laughs> but you know one of the things that i mean her, her i guess her first role was in an episode of sopranos technically but i, I don't um, think i knew that yeah she's just a, she's a lady at a pool there you go that's that was, but the other side of it is the other reason I, I like her as as an actress is it's kind of the reason that I always say I like Nicolas Cage. If she's interested in the role, she takes it. You know, she was in American Horror Story as the Countess for a season. Oh, um, yeah. By the way, I completely forgot about that. I watched the whole season. I think I watched her learn how to act midway through, and then she got really good. But also, you know, her role in... Um, her willingness to do like cameos is is so great because I I love the fact that if she's interested in something she pursues it. Uh, you know they, she did the Muppets special for television. She's in Muppets Most Wanted. Her and Tony Bennett, and they both deliver the lines. You know with uh, one liner cameos, and that's their lyric as well as you know new, uh, stars doing one liner cameos and it cuts away from them. So uh, there's just something about that that i appreciate and i i do think lady gaga is obviously still doing music but i think she's immensely talented uh, music musically yeah. and otherwise we're seeing her come into acting uh, and do phenomenal stuff but she's still doing what she wants to do she's still pursuing roles you know and doing muppets and and you know if, if you saw the tv special of her and tony bennett tony bennett is you know battling alzheimer's i believe it's alzheimer's and they were worried that he wasn't going to be able to do it. And I read the entire backstory about it. She even was worried that he wouldn't remember her. But they said 
there was a neurologist that commented on this article that I read where he said, well, Tony Bennett, when he's performing, it's so, it's what he's been doing so long, it's deeply embedded. It's when he's not performing that he can't function. And her did the same thing with what's his face, right? Glenn Uh, Campbell. Glenn Campbell. If if you put Glenn on the stage, he knew what to do. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, because he's uh, one of Lady Gaga's comments in this article was she was very worried that he wouldn't, because he wanted to go out first and introduce her and he said she he he said uh, she said off stage he always just called me honey and i said you know when he goes out to introduce me he may just say here's honey and uh he said nope as soon as he hit that stage it was like my good friend lady gaga and she said i started to cry because he had you know he was battling so much and anyway i i think about that i think about everything that she's kind of brought to the table and as somebody that's a musician still but is also acting I, you we couldn't do this episode i and to my point of view without at least mentioning lady gaga because yeah no i agree just just a phenomenal talent well with, that, however you feel about her movie uh plus you've got to admit she has a good poker face which, <laughs> by the way getting back to mentioning things what we didn't talk about when we were talking about this is my second one what we didn't I, talk about when we were talking about well what we didn't talk about you're talking about gold standard chad actually we really need to reach back. It's not even Elvis and it's not even Frank Sinatra. The original crooner crossover is Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby, actually, yeah. He, 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 he's actually the original. Yep. Uh, I mean, he did White Christmas, uh, Going My Way. He's the original one who was the successful singer who broke into to film. So I just wanted to mention it and just kind of give that. Now, by the way, you were talking about ah, is Elvis and eh, Sinatra. I was like, no. How many people remember? I guess people remember Bing. But they remember you know White Christmas. White Christmas. But in all fairness, White Christmas and the and the Disney's Legend of Sleepy Hollow. But you know, Bing was unique too because he was a crooner. Yeah, he's a crooner. And I don't think there's too many other crooners like crooners that became musicians or became yeah actors. movie stars. Movie stars. Movie stars. I, I mean, mean he, he and Bob Dean, Hope they invented the road movie. Dean Martin, Frank Sinatra. I, I don't consider it's a, them little, it's a little different. Yeah, they, I get what pop. James is saying. It's it's more of a pop thing. I don't know the definitions of this. Someone who knew more about music probably could probably whoop all three of our asses on this one. But I really need to give a shout out to Bing Crosby. Next. Well, you're next, Joe. That was my next. Okay, then I'm going. <laughs> That's what I said. Next. Okie dokie. Um, we're doing crooners. So uh, let me talk about my crooner. Ice tea. <laughs> i don't think you know what crooning is but i do agree I don't, uh, he's, he's a good actor yeah <laughs> ice t man uh i was i liked his music i was a big hip-hop fan when i was a kid and uh i could not get my parents to buy me an ice t uh, cassette tape for the life of me but what i, could I can't do... imagine why how did they <laughs> feel about those police the cop killer <laughs> oh man but no, no, what I could get them to do is watch written movies with Ice T in them. So um my introduction to Ice T as an actor was Ricochet, which I still like to this day. It's all about uh he is he is an evil son of a bitch in that movie. And it just gets it he kind of gets stuck into that role. Um, New Jack City, you see a little bit of different of that where he's like actually trying to be a, a you know a good cop. But oh wait no I'm, I said ricochet I meant to say trespass I don't oh, know what yeah I was a little confused I was like ricochet that's the one with with Lithgow 
Lithgow. Yeah, no, I'm talking, I meant to say trespass. Um, trespass where it's a, these uh, firefighters who find this loot and they're in a building and they're being held hostage uh, basically because Ice, Ice-T and his, his gang wants to get in there and get the money. Uh, Ice-T's great in that movie. I don't know why I said Ricochet. I apologize. <clears throat> it was just on the list of movies that he's in. Um, but then, you know, he's also in Tank Girl, um, Surviving the Game, him in Surviving the Game. If anybody could beat Jean-Claude Van Damme in, in <laughs> the, the, the Surviving the, the Game? Yeah, um, I actually prefer surviving the game. No, that's a lie. I don't what know. It's Jean Claude Van Damme and surviving the game. Hard Target. It's, Hard it's Target. The same movie. Yeah, it's the same game. That's what I'm trying to say. It's the same movie. Oh well, it's all most dangerous game. It's all based yeah, on the most dangerous It's all dangerous that. Game. Yeah, but it it's between those two and the pest, man. I just don't know which one's the best. The, the, yes, it's <laughs> the I, pest. Joe Joe said the pest. Everybody heard it. No, I don't like John Leguizamo, but for some odd reason, I've actually never seen the pest. I just never could the idea of it. Just I'd rather watch my eyes bleed. But I do like surviving the game. <laughs> that's actually one of those. That's one of those movies that's just that's also star studded. Yeah, and it is, and it, it just that's, one, that's like there's a couple of Academy Award winners in that. Yeah, picture. and it just kind of came and went yeah no one talks about that one no uh but no and his his career goes on and on and on and i could be sitting here talking about it forever because the man has over let's see 177 acting credits to his and those are mostly some of those are music videos that well, he's i was in. about to say how long has he been on law and order oh man for so i don't know years. how long it says here 22 years but i don't know I, if he I was on there 20. for the full 22 years but um yeah so you've got to give ice T credit as an actor most people honestly i don't know if some people realize that he was a rapper at some point oh i bet people i bet old white Our people age. watching law and order have no idea that that's yeah. the same guy that did cop killer killer yeah no nobody does no i i agree with you 100 percent on that 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 bet that they have no clue most of the time yeah. shouldn't they do one episode of law and order that has like a meta moment where he tells some kids to turn that down it's disrespectful <laughs> <laughs> but ice t is like i said as a tough as nails uh, whenever he's on the screen you know he's going to be a badass in it. it it's it's great james you know what i'm going to continue my trend of highlighting women you sexist pigs uh is it madonna because i was about to say we really no. if you're going to talk about gaga you kind of have to talk say madonna. please don't pick please not nope. whitney houston nope i'm gonna go with the real og queen latifah no she was working nine to five. What a way to make a living. Judy Garland. Yeah. Dolly Parton. Dolly Parton. So nine to five, been a musical, all of that stuff. Hold on. Hold on. So I am like everyone else. Well, probably not like everyone else. I like Dolly as well. Uh, has Dolly ever acted? I don't think she actually uh, beat up. Uh, what's his name? You uh, know exactly what I'm talking about. It's not a diss. She may very well be like Elvis in this respect. No, no, and well, but, same as Ice T. Ice T has the I one. I think Ice T acts a little bit more than Dolly. Well, mm, yeah. So I'll give I'm you not that knocking one. Dolly. Dolly's no, no. very smart for not acting. And also, right, a, guys, Dolly Parton Dolly needs a, to be Dolly. Dolly Parton is a humanitarian. I don't know if anybody else saw this. Everybody that works at Dollywood now gets free tuition. You can't avoid it. You can't avoid it. It's everywhere. But you know, and it should. I would rather that be everywhere than than the news story that I started. The uh, oh, and it brings us back. Anyway, I was going to say is a 
is would you consider Steel Magnolias Dolly being Dolly? I haven't watched it in a long time. Uh, probably, but that's probably her still her best performance. I mean, don't get me wrong, she's a really talented lady. She's a wonderful singer. She is an entertainer. Yes. Well, and, she, and, and that's an what entertainer I want to talk in about. all aspects. You could stick. Dolly doesn't have to sing. You could take Dolly Parton on a stage and have her talk to 5,000 people, and a guarantee they'd be lined up just to buy the tickets to listen to her talk. I'd be lined up to buy the tickets. Agreed, yeah. gentlemen. That lady yeah. is an entertainer. That lady can draw a crowd. Well, and, and so just some of the things that – so 9 to 5 was her first major credit, her first film. And, and once again, by the way, 9 to 5, God, what a cast. I actually posted and I tagged Dolly Parton and the other actresses involved, Lily Tomlin, on uh, on Twitter under the Bonehead account. And I said, listen, you all need to do working nine to five virtually. Film it in your homes, do it over Zoom, put it out. I guarantee you'll raise $100,000 for charity. For charity just pick your charity. You're, yeah. all, you're all still alive. Yeah. God, and by the way, I'd, I'd stream it. Make it four or five bucks to stream it. Yeah, I'll be there next. Yeah, I'd do it. That being said, what I wanted to point out, though, is one, I, there, there is somebody that I know whose one of their top 10 favorite films is her f- role opposite Sylvester Stallone in Rhinestone. Why? I don't know why it's her favorite film. It doesn't matter. But if you've never seen Rhinestone, now for some reason, Sylvester Stallone has repeatedly said if he could find every copy of this film and destroy it, he would. I'm glad that he can't he can. now. What now? <laughs> he can't now. Um, <sighs> but Rhinestone, so anybody want to give the, by the way, directed by Bob Clark. It's, it's Bob. in the Ethernet. Bob um, Clark directed Rhinestone. Bob Clark really did? Yeah. yeah. You didn't know that, Chad? No. But basically, the, the, the one-line plot summary is a country music star. That would be Maybe that and loose cannons, Chad. Must turn Oof. an obnoxious New York cabbie, that would be Stallone, into a singer in order to win a bet. It's basically the My Fair Lady of Dolly Parton movies. Hey, do you remember... Oh, shoot. Stupid phone went off. Sorry. Um, I remember Pepperidge Farms. Well, it was Glenn. My phone went... Are you sure you heard it? And I was like, what is that? And it one of those Facebook stupid alert things fucking glenn but anyway so so that being said there's one film in dolly's repertoire that doesn't get much attention but i remember my mom absolutely loved it is this the one with james woods it is nobody talks about that anymore and you would think in this age of everybody getting upset about joe rogan's and whatnot that a film like straight talk would get more attention but uh by the way not just james woods michael madsen mm-hmm is in that Spalding Gray, God, Spalding Gray, uh, um, Jeff Garland is in it. I mean, why the hell it. is she sitting on a pumpkin in the in the in the the poster for Straight Talk? Does anybody know? Because a- it's supposed to be a parallel to Cinderella. She goes to Chicago and becomes a big DJ. Oh, Terry Hatcher's in it too. I forgot. Oh, oh Terry Hatcher. Hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, Chad, you should own this. Um, but no, it's, it's one that doesn't get talked about a lot. Uh, but Dolly Parton did a lot of different movies. Unlikely Angel is another one. And Joe is, is right. I mean, you're never going to sit and be like, I can't believe that was Dolly Parton. Like, it's never. Oh, Dolly- God. Did you really just bring up Unlikely Angel, you son of a bitch? Listen, yeah. he was sitting there 
trying to figure out which one of his coat of many colors he wanted to wear that day. <laughs> but Dolly, but Joe is absolutely right. Dolly Parton never plays anybody. Like you're never going to walk into I didn't a mean it as an insult. Before no, no, no. On. No, no. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the audience. I do not mean it as an insult. She's a star. She's an entertainer. She should not be playing other people. And that's it. You, but that's what I mean. You're never going to go and see a movie with Dolly Parton and halfway through it be like, Dolly, in this movie, Dolly plays a drug addict that repeatedly kicks a dog. That movie doesn't exist. It, it never will exist. It never will because nobody would believe it. You'd be like, now that's 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 a double. Dolly didn't kick that. Was that Lady Gaga being Dolly? <laughs> um, All right, gentlemen, who's next? But you yeah, are Dolly Parton. I am? Yeah. What? I'm going to go another country music one, and I can't believe you guys haven't brought up Chris Christopherson yet. I had other actors, and I, I have other ones that I enjoyed I, more. I'll be honest. I like Chris Christopherson, uh, and I love the fact that, is it Hank Williams Jr. that calls him out and says, uh, and Chris has moved out to uh, Hollywood to be a move, or, uh, moved out to L.A., and all my rowdy friends have rowdied on him, or have settled on them. No, I don't know. I but I like Chris Christopherson. He's in one of my uh, favorite Peck and Paul films, Pat Garrett and Billy the Kid. It's an uneven movie, but it is so damn. There's scenes in it that that are some of uh, the Wild Bunch is probably Peck and Paul's best film, but there's scenes in it that are better than anything else he ever did. If that makes sense, like Slim Pickens dying beside the river with with Bob Dylan's uh, music playing. But yeah. <clears throat> that being said, Chris Christopherson was a country music artist and he was a, actually he was a country music writer. He's a songwriter. He wrote me and Bobby McGee, which was made famous by Janis Joplin. And he, I think he, Johnny Cash, right. Was the one who found, he finally got uh, Johnny Cash finally did covered one of his songs on Johnny Cash's show because Chris Christopherson uh, couldn't make it anywhere. He'd been in the military, couldn't get out, couldn't get anybody to pay attention to any of these songs. And he finally, if I'm not making this up, and I think it was on Drunk History where I learned this, he actually had a, landed a helicopter on Johnny Cash's place to give huh. him one of those songs. And uh, I think it was Sunday morning coming down. Mm -hmm. Am I saying it right? And that was one. Yep. And as I woke up and about getting high, and I think it was on CBS. CBS was like, well, you can't put that part on it. It's the sound as a sleepy little Sunday sidewalk. Sunday morning coming down. Yeah. Right. So that's written by Chris Christopherson. He's a brilliant songwriter. And he performed and, it later as well. I mean, and he performed a lot. Of, he did it. But yeah, and he performed a lot of these songs later. And then he became a movie star with a star is born. Back to what we're going back with another person who sang and became a, a movie star called Barbara Streisand. So it's, I, it's, I, do you see where I was kind of connecting the two is that it's, I don't know. I don't know how we do this and not talk about Chris Christopherson because he was pretty prevalent. I mean, he was a pop star and a movie star in the seventies and then probably resurrected again in one of the nineties with blade. And he was a bunch yep. of other stuff again. And, and, and there's some, I'm trying to think, I mean, he good Lord. He's in Pee Wee's uh, big top, big, big top, top Pee Wee. Pee -wee. Yeah. I can't stand. And him. also he fought Steven Seagal, but gentlemen, you well, also have to we remember all? something else. He's also bloody brilliant. He was a road, road scholar. Yeah. Went, he's smart went to Oxford. Yeah. Yeah. And while at Oxford, he also boxed and played rugby. I mean, but did he do him well? That's the big question. Here. I think he's a very talented man who is, once again, who turned songwriting 
into singing, even though he was not the world's best singer, but people enjoyed his music and then turned that into being a movie star and then making another 30 years out of, I mean, anybody who can do that. And we're still talking about him today. I, I don't know. I I'm always been a Chris Christopherson fan. Well, and, and by the way, um, going back to your story uh, about how he did it, uh, he had originally, he met June Carter. Okay. How, was he, I wrong about all no, that? No, no, you're not wrong. I was going to say, let me flesh out the story a little bit more. Johnny Knoxville plays Johnny Cash in this, if you ever get a chance he, to, watch, to watch the he, drug history. He met June Carter, and he gave her a demo tape. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, I'll give this to Johnny to listen to. Well, Johnny Cash got it. But Johnny Cash, being Johnny Cash, had a stack of demo tapes. As a matter of fact, there's a you can watch it free on on uh, YouTube. There's George Jones. It's called George Jones's Golden Hits, and he he does all his number one hits lead, uh, up to I don't need your rocking chair. But he tells stories in between each one, and and it's if if you were hoping that George Jones wrote all his own songs, I've got bad news for you. And he actually talks about that. He goes, you know, I would go in, my agent would call me and be like, they got some songs for you. And all these people would have, they would have recorded their demo so I could just hear it and hear how the song played. And he talks about, you know, when he did, uh, uh, he stopped loving her today. He said, I listened to it. And he said, I was missing something. And he said, so we went back and we added the narration of, you know, mm-hmm. we all wondered if she would. Anyway, um, so Johnny Cash had a stack of those and he took it from June Carter and went, okay, and put it in the stack. Well, Johnny Cash during this time period was not known for his attention to detail. In other words, he did not get to that stack quickly enough. I can't imagine. Was it the drugs? Was it the alcohol? The period when he lived in a cave? Who knows, Joe? But after he uh, didn't get a response back, he waited a few weeks after giving Carter his tapes. Christofferson landed a helicopter in Cash's front yard to, quote, gain his full attention. Yep. Uh, it's, I mean, can you imagine being that ballsy? And by the way, he's poor. His family doesn't want anything to do with him. He has yeah. a bad backstory. But he, Christopherson later said it was still kind of an invasion of privacy that I wouldn't recommend anybody try. To be honest, I don't think he was there. John had a pretty creative memory. But upon hearing Sunday morning coming down, Cash decided to record it. And that year, Christopherson won Songwriter of the Year. Yeah, so I don't think I got to finish the story on CBS when he performed it live. He was told to cut the line about the waking up in the the joint, and he basically did it live as a fuck you to CBS. I don't know why that show's not still on. Well, he's dead. All right, who's next? Chad. So um, I've talked about the uniqueness uh, that is Tom Waits, the toughness as his iced tea. But I really want to talk about an artist who not only is a great musician, but is an extremely versatile actor as well. Um, I know him as most deaf, but he now goes by, I'm going to butcher his name and I apologize. Yasin Bey, I think is how you pronounce uh, the name that he goes by now. Um, I have been a fan of most deaf for years. And then he transitioned into acting and every single thing he does, I he puts his heart and soul into it. And I, I just love every performance he does. Uh, from, you know, when he was in, uh, oh, God, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, where he played oh Ford God, Perfect. You devil. Ford Prefect. Ford, yeah, that's what I said. Ford, I said Perfect, didn't I? Ford Prefect. 
uh, yeah, he, he was great in that. And then right next, right after that, he's in 16 blocks as Eddie Bunker. Um, yeah, but no, even before all of that, I mean, he has, he was in monsters ball for God's sake and bamboozled islands of the dead, every single one of these roles he was great in. And then I also want to, you know, his comedic timing and be kind rewind with Jack Black. It was just, it was just phenomenal. Um, and then you, then you get the serious side of most death or Yasin Bay when he plays the detective in the woodsman, which was a tough role to take. And if any, and it's a it's, depressing movie, it's a very depressing movie, but him as the detective who's monitoring Kevin Bacon's character and just grilling him um, in his apartment, it's, there's no, I don't think anybody could have pulled that off other than, than most deaf. And, you know, it just keeps, he was in Dexter as brother, Sam. I mean, it's just, the man has a, a, a huge swath, a collection of movies on top of his music that he did. Uh, and, you know, I, I do want to give a shout out to his, his role as Gangstalicious in the Boondocks. Uh, that was another great uh, uh, voice acting job that he did in, in the Boondocks. If you haven't seen the Boondocks, you need to see, you need to see that just for uh, Gangstalicious. So, yeah, I just, when, when I was trying to come up with my list, most Def was at the top just because he, he doesn't have the career that Will Smith or Mark Wahlberg has, but I feel like the roles he picks have more substance. So I think he, he deserves a shout out, James. I, I, I'm shocked and dismayed at both of you that you have picked musicians, but you have left out what is arguably to, to my childhood and probably to yours, one of the most important musicians turned actors of all time. If we're talking about one movie. I don't know what one movie you're talking about. I'm talking about the entire gestalt of his work. Only one musician went from performing music to guest starring on Scooby-Doo and then spinning that into an entire career working with the likes of Adam Sandler, Burt Reynolds, and a host of other people. I refer you to pretty much pretty much the Sir Lawrence Olivier of country musicians turned actors, Jerry MF and Reed. That's good. Yeah, you're right. I should. He was not on my list. He should be. Why up. wasn't he on my list either? Son of a Jerry know. Reed. I mean, and by the way, I thought he was going to say Weird Al for a little while. I was like, I'm you do not, not get no. to use Weird Al just for UHF. No, no, I'm not because Jerry Reed, and by the way, have has either of you ever seen WW and the Dixie Dance Kings? Because I've yes, seen with Burt Reynolds, it's really good. No, I've never seen it. Burt Reynolds, got, it's got, not on DVD. The band manager, yeah, it's not bad, or the agent. It's it's pretty good, guys. And speaking of musicians that became actors, I mean, it stars Don Williams, Mel Tillis. I mean, it's got a ton of musicians in it. Yeah, that's a Burt Reynolds movie I never hear about. No, and it's, it's, I said, I literally, when I was doing research, I was like, I got to talk about Jerry Reed. And I was like, oh, this was his first major role. And I was like, I, if it's available on DVD, I'll buy it. It's not. You uh, buy the, the, on Amazon right now, you can buy the novelization or the novel <laughs> that it's based on. That's it's sad. On I haven't novel. seen it since I was a kid. It uh, has to be streaming somewhere. I, it, or, or, yeah, I mean, you have to be able to find it somewhere. But I mean, if it's one of those Warner Archives. If Rhinestone is streaming. So is that. <laughs> um, but then, so he did WWE. Uh, he started with the new Scooby Doo movies where he played himself. Uh, I don't remember. Joe, you want to do the song excerpt? Pretty Mary Sunshine. She's all right with me. 
Pretty Mary Sunshine. I have no idea. Something, 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 something. I love that. Fucking love Pretty Mary Sunshine. Yeah, no, I was going to say, by the way, you can find it. You can download that song. It's it's on his collection. But um, he, he, so he does that, that, then three years later, he does WW and the Dixie Dance Kings work with Burt Reynolds, and then he's in Gator, also with Burt Reynolds. Listen, and, and, and would he for, have a career if it wasn't for Burt Reynolds? That's the big question. Well, Scooby Doo. Yeah, I mean, honestly, a lot of I, other people you could probably say that about. No, I, I know, but I'm just, I, I get that, but I'm just saying, is that do we have yeah, Jerry Reed? He's a talented actor. I think he could. I think he was slightly more versatile than some of the other people we've talked about on the list. Yeah, I think he could do comedy. He was actually played a hitman in uh, oh, what's that movie? The Survivalist, Robin Williams and Walter Matthau. That's a movie that no one ever remembers. He plays the hitman in that. Yeah, I forgot he was the hitman in the whatever Survivor. it's called. Is it Survivalist or something like that, or, or is it Survivors? I can't remember. I'm looking it up. No, but it's a but movie that also- no one's completely forgot about. But Jerry Reed's in it, and he's the bad guy. Jerry Reed's the bad guy in Gator. Well, and and he's Peter Fonda and Jerry Reed made highballing together, where it's a trucking movie. It's I've never actually seen that. I need to see that. Oh, it, we all should. Uh, but it's you Peter really Fonda, Jerry watch, Reed. I want to watch Skidoo again. <laughs> Let's go highballing. Skidoo, Skidoo, Skidoo. Um, <laughs> so by the way, one of the best things ever was when you're it's like, the survivors. Oh, why, why is this movie called Skidoo? Survivors. And then immediately when we were watching the movie, it began. She just began singing "Skidoo." I'm like, God, we couldn't have done that any better. Oh, uh, good stuff. But anyway, yeah, no, Jerry Reed. And, and the thing about Jerry Reed was he did largely do ca- comedies, though. I mean, it, always kind of a comedic role. But I, I was saying about it the other day, I, I think he brings so much to the Water Boys, the villain. I mean, he really does these the entire I, way he played that role. I, I don't think I. I don't think you cast anybody better. It's much like uh, Shooter McGavin for Happy Gilmore. Waterboy doesn't work as well without Jerry Reed. Like I, you could, and I love Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken couldn't have played that villainous coach as well as Jerry Reed did because he he played it. He played it as Jerry Reed. Jerry Reed <laughs> as an I asshole. Mean, by the way, yeah. Dix, WW and the Dixie Danke, Dance Kings is directed by John G. Avildsen, who gave us Rocky a year late. I yep. didn't know. I didn't know he directed it. I'm sorry. I learned something new every day. No, I, like I said, I want to see it. So if anybody knows where I can find it. YouTube. Oh, is it? There, well, there's a there's some sort of version, maybe. Anyway. I can't find it anywhere else. I was like, surely it's streaming. And actually, I was looking at box office. I was like, actually, it made some money. How? And then it's got Ned Beatty. Yeah. It's got uh, Art Carney in it, Chad. Huh. I forgot you that they were Art Carney. You love Art Carney. I, I, I saw it as a kid. It's not a bad movie. But anyway, no. So Jerry Reed, I, I mean, I don't think you can talk about people that transition to movies because Jerry Reed was in the second biggest movie next to Star Wars, as we have mentioned before. I mean, his imprint on my childhood is huge. All right. I love smoking the band. Let's wrap it up. I think we've all had three. You guys got any notable mentions? Uh, I've got a couple. Justin Timberlake. I think you have to mention Justin Timberlake. I think Justin Timberlake is a talented actor, yeah. He's been canceled. I Why did he get canceled. He tr- <laughs> just for the, the stuff with Britney Spears and, and Janet Jackson. Well, yeah, no, I agree. I mean uh, that being said, he dated Britney. He, he's also And by the also- way, he he's been canceled. I can't wait to do my honorable mention about talking about people who sh- who who haven't been canceled, who probably should have been canceled. <laughs> 
I didn't. Has he really been canceled though? He's not really. He's not really been canceled, but he has a lot of controversy surrounding him right now. All right, who else? But but so Justin Timberlake. uh, I mean, if you don't think because I I pause sometimes and think, well, has he really done that much? But he's in Black Snake Moan. He's in Trolls, and then that movie with Amanda Seyfried. I don't. And inside Llewellyn Davis. Yeah. And and time. And nobody's going to mention Southland Tales. No, I'm going to mention actually one that I think he actually does a pretty good job in and actually made me realize how funny he could be. I know it wasn't a big hit and we're not supposed to talk about the love guru, but he is pretty good as being a, a stupid villain in the love guru. Yeah. Who's your other one, dude? I mean, why are you stuttering? Eminem? No, no. Chad took, uh, uh, ice, uh, one ice, ice tea. I, I think we need to talk about ice cube. Uh, ice cube has a career once again, like Dolly playing himself. Yeah, and, and, and I said to smartly playing himself. I'm going to throw out one more, and you all mentioned it earlier because I do think if I don't mention her, my kids will break my legs. I think Queen Latifah. I think yeah. Queen Latifah has. Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, Queen Latifah is actually a talented actress. That's what she I mean. Is. Queen Latifah from Chicago to the Equalizer. Yeah, yeah. I've mean, never watched the Equalizer, but Queen Latifah. Oh, said it. I mean, her, set it off too. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. Actually, do you know there's a she now has a con- in her contract that uh because of set it off that she's not allowed to die in her acting roles and she literally put it out there i read this online it could be false but that she put it out there because uh she wanted to be around for sequels (laughs) which i was like you know what i mean honestly if i get cast in something and i have enough clout to say no you can't kill me because i want to come back for part two i'd put it in there too but my kids absolutely love her playing the equalizer you know when i tell them i'm like you used to be an old british man uh, they don't care, but and they've obviously never seen the Denzel movies. But I will admit, as as watching it with them, her playing the Equalizer, it's enjoyable. It's it's a lot of fun. I mean, it, it may not be reinventing the wheel, but Queen Latifah can act. She brings something to every role she does. So I had to mention her as well. So I got to bring up Gene Simmons. That's who I was going to bring up, Chad. Yeah, I, I honestly thought he might have been in your top three. I, the problem is, is as much as I like Gene and as much I just, just I never think of Gene as the most talented actor, but he's no. good and stuff. Speaking of Scooby-Doo, Gene's been on Scooby a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. So I, I like, and then, you know, runaway. one of one of Joe, yeah, Joe's and mine's guilty pleasure is Runaway. He's, he's a good he's, villain at Runaway. A, he says nothing. Yeah, he's a, he's a, yeah, he's a great in that. Uh, him as a Joe Adler in Extract, Mike, one of Mike Judd's uh, forgotten films. Mm-hmm. uh and uh yeah he's the new guy uh he's the reverend in that so uh he's had a lot of roles but he mostly just plays himself yeah so he's there's not a really wide versatile gene simmons uh catalog of films and of course james's favorite trick-or-treat which yeah, he's brought up in previous yeah. episodes you know, i've anyway, still uh, never seen it i've, I've still never seen it neither have I, I. I mean it, it doesn't reinvent the wheel folks but to be to take the idea of playing a record backwards and mix it with Evil Dead, which is more or less what it tries to do, it's an enjoyable, forgettable 90 minutes. By the way, we also, so because I just realized if we don't mention one more person, we're getting killed. Who? David Bowie. Labyrinth yeah. and the Last Temptation of Christ and, and the, the Hunger. Man, yeah. I mean, hey, the, the man, man that fell to earth. Yeah. David Bowie was phenomenal too. Damn. Yeah, I agree. And there's a lot of these. The more I think about it, I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah, but I think we mentioned the ones that had probably 
long careers, active yeah. careers. Yeah, I mean, because if if you you mentioned Weird Al, mm-hmm. any flash in the pan ones, I would I would probably say off the top of my head, Courtney Love, Eminem. Courtney Love is a good actress. Sid and Nancy and Man on the Moon, but I mean, she hasn't been overly active recently, to my knowledge, unless there's films I don't know about. Yeah. Eminem, no, Eminem. Uh, and by the way, the fact that we at one point were going to get uh, Eminem in a uh, Have Gun, Will Travel would have been fascinating to me. We were also going to get Eminem in Wanted, but then, you know, he backed out of that one. And But I mean, in, in all I fairness, if, if you're a fan of Eminem, you know that there was a time when that he was he was trying to get clean and all that stuff, and then one of his one of his close friends and also a member of D twelve got killed, and so yeah, that took him out of the game for a while. All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed this. If you want to send hate mail, as always, send it to Chad. And, and by the way, once again, just before we close, this topic did come about because of Meatloaf, and we lost Meatloaf. Meatloaf from Rocky Horror Picture Show to fight club to black dog to roadie i mean meatloaf Meat was, was one of those people that was an actor who could sing yeah, yeah. meatloaf and and you can tell that because his musical performances yeah were theatric yeah but so this i this topic came to my mind because of meatloaf so i wanted to close by saying you know we did lose meatloaf and and i've watched rocky horror picture show a billion times uh but, i love meatloaf I, and i'm not i I, I uh, Bad Out of Hell, the actual song Bad Out of Hell, as much as there's so many good songs on it, uh, the actual title track Bad Out of Hell is one of my favorite songs of all time. I, I listen to it several times a year. I, will. I never got to meet him. I was going to. It was almost. It was, he was an almost at Scarefest a couple of times. I know his daughter lives in Lexington, uh, but it just didn't happen. Uh, friends of mine met him politics aside i was a huge admirer well and 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 so you know i and oddly enough some of his more obscure songs like rock and roll dreams Mm -hmm. god i love that stuff i mean i love and and as an actor when he was in something it was memorable yeah he made i mean and i've made this comment before he's in spice world and he's a part of him and um roger moore are the only lines i remember from spice world Uh, My college roommate watched it once a week. Take that as you will. All right, guys. Well, this has been Bonehead.